The content of the Tandem Radio program and website is intended for general information purposes only. It's not designed to provide listeners with specific and personal financial, legal, counseling, professional service, or other advice. The views expressed by show hosts, their guests, and callers are their own and should not be construed in any way as opinions of Tandem Radio or the Bridge FM Network. We must show the world what a free economy can do to reduce unemployment, to put unused capacity to work, to spur new productivity. So when people want to succeed, I say to them, find out the dream that God has for you and then give it your best shot. And with that, you'll be successful. We can restore our economic strength and build opportunities like none we've ever had before. All we need to begin with is faith, and that dream will come true. All we need to do is act, and the time for action is now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tandem Radio, the good news on business, where each week we seek God's guidance in our business relationships and answer your questions as we walk in integrity together. We want to welcome all of our radio and global internet listeners to the program. And now, here's our host, Glenn DeLakian. You guide me with your counsel, and afterward you will take me into glory, says Psalm 7324. Good morning, and welcome to the Good News on Business at Tandem Radio Live. We're here with you again, as we are every Saturday, talking to you about God's good news and how it applies to your business on a daily basis. And, um, of course, uh, the theme of our show is is uh, different each week, but the concept is the same, and that is to help people walk in integrity and uh, make them realize that God wants to be in your business life just like he wants to be in the rest of your life and that you can take the wisdom that he has in scripture and apply it to your everyday life especially in your business and i know i found that uh, decision making and so forth uh including god in just brings so much benefit to what you do uh as we do each week we bring in special guests and this week our theme for the show is building with integrity and uh, we have david and jason bosart they're builders and owners of bosart builders and uh, we're going to talk more about that and with them in a minute or two um and uh, our goal is to uh, talk a little bit about construction talk a little about business uh talk about building churches and some other things and um, most importantly our goal is to glorify god and uh, secondly, to give you something that you can use in your business. As uh, many of you know, this show's uh, about business, and um, uh, my background has been that I've been, my family tells me I started my first business when I was seven years old, and uh, since then, uh, owned a number of different businesses, and I've been in consulting as well, and worked with big and large companies alike, and uh, just have fun uh, working with people, and uh, especially developing businesses. And, uh, of course, the Lord's led me and put some things on my heart, and here I am, the bridge cha- stations, uh, all six bridge stations, and of course live on the internet and uh, uh, through our uh, app on the iPhone and also on uh, the uh, Droid as well. So uh, many people listening out there, I want to welcome not only our regional listeners, but our national and our global listeners as well. It's always exciting to get emails from across the country and, and even the ones that come from outside the country. And uh, we'll talk more about how to connect with us and how we can get you advice. I'm um, praying for Maria and Jimmy today. They sent me uh, an email last week and we sent them a response. Hopefully we help them with their business and, and many other people who send emails. Not only do we do our best to get you good answers, but we also pray for you as well. So uh, we'll tell you more about that in a few. So again, 
Our show theme today is Building with Integrity. And as we do each week, God puts uh, some scriptures on my heart, and uh, I'll read those scriptures. They come to me, and I put them on the air, and sometimes I read them, and I say, boy, that's right on what we're talking about today. And sometimes I'll read them, and I'll say, what does that have to do with today's show, God? But he always ties them together, and that's what makes it work, right? So let's see what he has in store for us today. Exodus 31.6. Moreover, I have appointed... Oholiabab, I'm not good with the names, son of Ashimach of the tribe of Dan to help him. Also, I have given abilities to all the skilled workers to make everything I have commanded. Psalm 127.1, unless the Lord builds the house, the builder labors in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the guards stand watch in vain. And lastly, Matthew 24.1-2, Jesus left the temple and was walking away when his disciples came up to him to call his attention to its buildings. Do you see all these things, he, he asked. Truly I tell you, this is Jesus speaking, truly I tell you, not one stone here will be left on another. Every one will be thrown down. Well, we're going to start with the opposite of that. Instead of throwing them down, we're going to build them up. And um, we have a, a father and son team that... It's kind of funny because for years I've been wanting to meet these gentlemen, and we were at a uh, pastor's conference together and ran into each other, and uh, God has a way of weaving people together, and I'm so glad that we were able to connect because David and Jason Bosart uh, have a, a great name in the building industry, and they focus on churches, which uh, is exciting to me. And uh, one of my uh, companies, the one of the more successful ones, focuses a lot on churches as well, so we have some commonality there. Uh, but these are a father and son team that have been working together for a long Long time, and uh, we want to introduce them to you today. So, David, Jason, welcome. Good morning. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Well, as we do each week, we want to start off with you gentlemen telling our audience a little bit about yourself so you can uh, get a little feel for your background, and then we're going to get into some thoughts about your business and, and how that may relate to our audience. So, David, let's start with you because you started the company. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, actually, we go back to the uh, last real estate crash, early 90s. And I had been uh, developing and building all types of properties, uh, strip centers and self-storage, industrial buildings, office condos, and everything came to a halt in the early 90s, mm. as people, some people may recall. And I was asking the Lord, you know, how am I going to um, go forward? You know, what am I going to use all my background experience for? And he opened the door. It was actually a former pastor of our church that was working with a company up in upstate New York that uh, designed and panelized church buildings mm. throughout the uh, Northeast. And he said, they're looking for a commercial builder to represent them in New Jersey. And I said, I'm, I'm willing to do that. And uh, from that point, we got involved with designing and building mostly churches. Mm. About 90% of our work now are churches. We do some affordable housing and some educational facility uh, building as well. Right. It's interesting that you mentioned the 90s because I remember in the 80s, I, when, when I go out and speak, a lot of times I'll use this as an example. I'll tell them, in the 80s, you could trip over yourself and make money. I mean, right? It was yeah. great. And uh, then in the 90s, that's where I got my sense of humor from because yeah. uh, everything died in the 90s, right? So it's funny that you brought that up. I haven't remembered that in a long time. But yeah, it goes and comes, right? But we stay through, right? So um, it was about seven, eight years ago that my son decided to join me, even though he saw me go through those uh, difficult times. <laughs> Um, and, and again, it looks like the uh, last two, three years have uh, proven that the cycles are always going to be there. Right. Uh, and he has uh, picked up the ball. That's great. That's great. So, Jason, tell us then a little bit about how you, your background, and then we'll talk more about getting into your business and how you guys got together. Well, sure. Um, 
as we said, I, having been a child during that time, the mm. last real estate crash, I promised myself I would never become a builder <laughs> and uh, wanted to do basically the exact opposite type of thing. Um, but strangely enough, I was called back eight years ago uh, with, you know, God has opened a lot of doors and closed a lot of doors in my life and mm. a door swung Excellent. open to come back to New Jersey, uh, be, uh, have a blessing of working with my father and uh, ultimately helping to expand the kingdom by creating um, facilities for churches that are really looking to expand their uh, ministries in various communities. Uh, so it truly has been uh, something that I faithfully believe, faithfully believe has been ordained by God for me to be doing this as well. That's powerful, you know, because you know I, I have a heart for what you're doing because I know it's very unique building churches. And, and it's, it's fine. My pastor said to me all the time, he says, you know, it's a ministry for you. You know, you're out there building churches. You know, I, of course, I'm working on the sound, so that's a small part of it. But you're working uh, in building the whole facility. And it is a, mi- a ministry. And uh, we're going to talk about both sides of that, uh, talking about from your perspective and from the church's perspective, which I think is important. But my pastor always reminds me that he says, how you doing? How you doing with the business? Because he he knows that sometimes bad experiences, right, can kind of harden your heart, you know. And he always says to me, don't let your heart get hardened, no matter what's going on in the business. Make sure that your heart's still soft and pliable to God. And uh, we hope that that's a good tip for business owners out there for sure. So let's um, talk about um, a little bit about your business and 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 how you got where you are today uh, from a business perspective and, and starting. So. You talked about how you got into it, Dave, and, and, and why, you know, that turn in the 90s and, and you decided to get into this. Why construction in general, though? I mean, you, obviously, you went to school for engineering, you mentioned before. And what got you, like, a real zeal for construction? Well, it was, it was actually um, uh, my last year of college. I was a five-year engineer at Rutgers. And I uh, knew that wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. And uh, the Lord opened the door. I um, started selling real estate. Mm. And was just fascinated with the whole um, profession of real estate. And, of course, construction is part of that, developing and building. And that was where my heart really was. Um, And I pursued that. Um, I've had background in all kinds of uh, commercial brokerage, appraising, um, developing uh, both residential and and commercial properties. And um, really, for a number of years, was uh, pursuing that profession more for my own um, uh, glory rather than the Lord's. <clears throat> and I think that the, the early crash of, of uh, 1990 showed me that uh, the Lord said, well, you're going to build for me now. <laughs> there you, you go. You know, you're not going to build for your own account. Mm. Uh, I literally went from a net worth of $4 million to negative $4 million oh, in wow. 18 months. Wow. And uh, that was a lesson uh, that the Lord wanted to teach me. Uh, and from that point on, uh, Really dedicated, uh, you know, my my profession to to him and, and his glory, mm. um, and he just opened the doors, you know, to that. Uh, we uh, probably are one of the most active church builders in New Jersey now, mm. and have built over fifty churches over oh, wow. this time span. Hmm. Amazing, and and Jason, you know, you mentioned that you traveled around the country and you did some things, and I, I relate because when I was, my father had a very large dry cleaning business, and when I was able to drive, all I could think of was I'm not doing the dry cleaning business. And of course, in retrospect, you always look back and say, if I knew then what I knew now, right? So you went around a little bit. Tell us a little bit about that. What brought you back to construction? Well, I went to um, to college in uh, Washington, D.C. at George Washington University. Oh, okay, and uh, I really had a passion for politics, really wanted to get into <laughs> politics, wanted to um, go to law school and, and, and go that route. Mm. Um, but after I'd spent my four years there and even a year afterwards, I started looking around and saying, well, 
I don't know many, very, very many happy lawyers, right. and it just didn't seem like a it's thing cool. that I could uh, could deal with. So I tried my hand at a few different things, some sales and marketing that brought me kind of all over the place. Mm. Um, but I knew that um, I had been given some ability to communicate with people mm. and to um, basically deal with people uh, where they're at. Mm. And okay. the construction industry is not just building a building, but it's also about relationship building. <laughs> Every day, right? And uh, <laughs> basically taking people through a very, very difficult time yeah. or a stressful time in the life of a church. Right. And so for whatever reason, those gifts that I might have been given have helped that way, where I might not be the best person to tell you how to exactly build something. Right. I can at least um, uh, communicate and we can go through it together. Right, right. And so that's why I feel that it's um, I was placed here to do this. Mm, amen. Well, it's so good to know that uh, you have a calling and that you're answering that calling. That's what makes it so much more doable, right? I mean, that uh, allows you to get up every morning and, and feel good about what you're doing. You're listening to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn Delakian, here every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, just want to let you know out there that we have a lot more to talk about with David and Jason. And uh, we have a lot of details that if you're a business owner out there, you're going to want to take notes today and take some information home with you. Um, don't take those notes if you're driving, of course. But uh, uh, we're going to give you some stuff that you can take home and use at work on Monday morning as well. But uh, don't forget, TandemRadio.com is a place for information and uh, help and uh, all types of contacts. You can even see our archive shows there. I mean, see them. You can see them on video as well and see what we're doing and how we're doing it here. But uh, if you have questions or you'd like more info, info at tandemradio.com. That's I-N-F-O at tandemradio.com. That's how you'll find uh, find us and send us information. We'll be glad to answer your emails, get you some advice, and most importantly, pray about your business. So stay tuned. we got a lot more after these sponsor messages, and we're going to be right back with the Bosarts and Building. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry, starting back in the 1950s by sports legends like Branch Rickey, Otto Graham, and John Wooden. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. Billy Graham wrote, FCA has grown into the most extensive ministry of its type in the world. For more information, our FCA link at tandemradio.com. Are you cutting back at the office? Find yourself wearing more hats than ever? Need to do marketing to generate business but just don't have the time? Right Impressions is here to help. Our professional staff has been trained by the best, and now we can pass our experience on to you to support your business. We serve companies of every shape and size. Right Impressions can ensure every impression is the right impression. For more information, the number is 732-614-5099 or online at tandemradio.com. See, SAV Systems can help you look and sound better. Is the word being heard clearly in your church? Do your sound and video presentations make your business look good? Is technology a struggle? You can let CSAVSystems.com provide the right technology to meet your needs as well as your budget. They've been designing professional sound and video systems for schools, churches, conference rooms, auditoriums, retail malls, hospitals, and more for over 25 years. CSAVSystems.com works with you to find the right mix of technology to help make a greater impact. Whether you need wireless microphones, XM satellite music, or sophisticated teleconferencing, CSAVSystems.com can help you enhance your business. 
To find out more about how CSAV Systems can help you look and sound better, the number is 732-577-0077 or online at csavsystems.com, a sponsor of Tandem Radio. Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live, where our title for the show today is Building with Integrity. And uh, it's uh, an important topic, and uh, we're going to talk to further with David and Jason Bosart, who are the owners of Bosart Builders. And uh, we have a lot of insights for you in that area. Again, going back to the scriptures for today, as we do each week, Exodus 31.6. Moreover, I have appointed Ahuliab, son of Ashimach, of the tribe of Dan, to help him. Also... I have given ability to all the skilled workers to make everything I have commanded you. Uh, second, Psalm 127.1, unless the Lord builds the house, the builder labors in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the guards stand watch in vain. Matthew 24.1.2, uh, Jesus left the temple and was walking away when his disciples came up to him to call his attention to its buildings. Do you see all these things, they said? Truly, I tell you, not one stone here will be left on another Every one will be thrown down. So we're talking about building today, and uh, I think those scriptures tie in pretty well, and we'll touch on that later. But um, let's start uh, digging into uh, actually what you're doing on a daily basis. So, David, let's start with why churches. Um, What was um, your—well, let me go back for something for a second. Your contractors— Right, and I know this will be the tough question of the day. Okay, we we've all had some experience. Uh, most people have had some experience with contractors. A lot of times, not such a good experience. Um, and uh, I know a lot of times it's like you mentioned before, uh, Jason. It's a, it's a struggle. It's a difficult time for people. It's always stressful. Uh, I was on a construction site yesterday, and it was, we had a big project meeting. That was I got a call two o'clock the day before. So you got to be here at eight o'clock tomorrow morning. I'm sure you get a lot of those. Let's talk about that for a minute. What about the integrity in your industry? Um, Jason, let's start with you. What, what are you hearing or seeing that allows you to step away from that negative perspective and, and give maybe a little bit of peace to people as your, as your process goes through? Well, the, the method that we've adopted uh, to build is a construction management model. Mm-hmm. And that's really what that does is it establishes a relationship with our client right from the start. We're actually their advocate. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're always, we have an open bid process where we go out for bidding for projects for contractors. We get recommendations. We show them those things. We discuss them. Um, it's, we, we don't mark things up. We don't work uh, on that kind of way where we're getting money back from contractors. Oh, okay. And so we establish a trust right from the very beginning um, because it is a business that unfortunately um, – it's got a bad reputation in terms of contractors, and a lot of it is merited. Mm-hmm. Um, so we make sure that we establish communication and trust from the very beginning. The other thing that we think is very, very important, uh, I just happened to finish up being uh, president of the Community Builders and Remodelers Association mm-hmm. uh, of New Jersey this past, in 2011, and we think that being aligned with an organization uh, or a statewide association, really, of uh, a thousand member companies mm-hmm. gives us both um, credibility but it also holds us to a higher standard right. uh, because we represent something uh, that's just not only our company, but something larger than ourselves in an industry that does really help people, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's a home, whether it's a house of worship, or right. if you need to build a dry cleaning business. <laughs> um, so it, we definitely make sure that we have accountability there as well. And I think that shows through with, with our clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, things don't always go well. You have those emergency meetings at two o'clock the day, you know, the next day where you right. have to, you know, circle the wagons. Right. But if you have that open line of communication and you tell it how it is to your client, it establishes trust and they begin to, it eases the, the burden of the entire project. Mm. Now, David, how do you give the client that comfort level 
going in? Because obviously, you know, there's three or four other guys coming in and saying, hey, we'll build your church. You know, how, how do you differentiate yourself and your company when you're face to face with the client? Well, actually, with, with this model, construction management, we're um, coming in uh, earlier to help the church uh, plan and design what they want to build, what mm-hmm. they need for their ministry. So we're not just trying to give them any old building. We want to give them something that's going to help their ministry grow. Right. And that, that's a key factor there for uh, pastors to know that this um, tool that God's going to ultimately give me is mm-hmm. going to help you know, reach people for him. Right. Um, we're actually building in New Jersey for 20 to 30 percent below the market. Oh, really? Uh, with this program. And the reason being, we act as a, you know, direct consultants, um, construction managers for the church. When we go to the planning board, and the planning board is asking for unreasonable site improvements, we're there. We know the cost. We know, know the, the factor. Uh, an attorney may not know that. Mm. Uh, he may agree to anything to get right. approval. But, but uh, we're there to hold the church's hand through every you know, part of this process right. to make sure they don't step and go down the wrong path. Mm. That's so important. I mean, obviously, you guys are out there building relationships because it has to be a long-term relationship, right? So, um, so you're getting across these people right up front that uh, you have that integrity level in what you're doing. Well, it's also really, if I could jump in for a second, sure. it's, um, aside from the you know just the nuts and bolts of building and drawing up plans, when you're able to distinguish yourself from perhaps three or four other bidders mm-hmm. by understanding, meeting the church where they're at, right. but understanding the tremendous leap of faith that they are about to take mm-hmm. and to guide them through that because it's what we do. Right. Um, it gives them a level of comfort uh, because they say, okay, these guys have done this before because a church is like is not like any other building you're going to build. <laughs> That's true. Um, and the, even more specifically, it's you're not building for a husband and a wife. Uh, you're building for 400, 1,000 people, right. all with opinions and ideas of how things should be done. So you're definitely managing expectations and helping them to uh, take this leap. I hear you. I hear you. Now, um, you had mentioned uh, about associations. Let's talk about that for a second because I know both of you have won awards and you're involved with different organizations. Just tell us briefly about that, uh, some of your interfaces with uh, – some of the awards you won and some of your interfaces with these associations. Dave, you want to start? Yeah, I've been a member of the Builders Association, um, which is um, – the Community Builders Association of North Jersey, okay. also is part of the New Jersey Builders Association, part of the National Association of Home Builders mm-hmm. um, since 1978, oh, okay. so a long time. And uh, that has uh, always been a source of uh, education and knowledge for me to increase my profession uh, and my ability to help my client. Mm. Um, so it's been invaluable. Um, I had served as the local president back in 88 and i'm so proud that my son has followed in that footsteps after all these years really never um you know um forced saw that because he like he said he did not want to go in this business seeing the ups <laughs> right. and downs but um his skills as a communicator have been invaluable mm-hmm. and um he's helped uh, not only our business and um the ministry and also the uh, Builders Association as a whole. Um, and this past year, he he has been named uh, Builder of the Year, and we're very proud of that. That is exciting. And Jason, tell us a little bit about that, and maybe some of the other awards or associations you might be involved in. Well, the um, you know I, I think a big part focus of this show is you know how to help people run their business, mm. and we find it as my father said. Um, to align yourself with an association, to have that credibility, to get that educational 
uh, to continue to learn, mm. to realize that you might not be the best at what you do and to always strive to get better right. um, would help anybody's business, whether mm. you're an accountant and you're part of their association. Um, it just it brings that level of um, it just brings the level of your game to to a, to a new to a new height. Right. Um, we've won a few awards. We've been blessed to do that. Um, it's a testament to the churches um, that have again stepped out on a leap of faith to expand their ministry. Um, some of those awards would be uh, the Princeton Presbyterian Church, uh, with a very very large sanctuary that turned out uh, stunningly beautiful. Um, we've won awards for a community center down in Pleasantville, uh, mm-hmm. Mount uh, Mount Zion Baptist Church. Um, We've been blessed with we've been blessed that way that people have uh, in a secular world have taken a look at some of our projects and said uh, these are these are pretty noteworthy. Right. Uh, but more importantly, these particular places that have won awards have all and I say this about uh, uh, the church in Rockaway, New Jersey that we did, uh, Princeton Presbyterian and the Mount Zion Church have all those three in particular have opened their doors to the community mm. uh, to invite schools in to have performances. Perform, uh, they've turned it into performing arts centers. So not only have they won awards for their building that they they they, they chose to build, uh, but they've really answered the call of, of reaching out to the lost, and that's special. Well, I, I know you're focused on churches, and it must be very rewarding to see the buildings used for all those mixed uses. Do you get? Uh, are you dealing with many people outside the church world? Yes, we um, have built affordable housing. <clears throat> we work with, uh, for uh, homeless solutions. We built a number of units for them. Uh, they were building what they call, they run a homeless shelter in Morris County, but they were looking to build transitional housing. So the people that they would work with, that ultimately they would, they would find them a job and they would get them their first apartment uh, after that, you know, crisis. And we built units for them. They right. were, uh, we employed a lot of green building techniques, hmm. um, solar, all the common electric in that project was uh, run by photovoltaic. And we're working right now with a church that's looking to build um, veteran housing, specifically for disabled veterans. Oh, really? And uh, that, again, they feel that they've been called by God to, to do this, to, hmm. to you know serve, a, have a new ministry, and it's actually providing affordable housing, which has been a, a crisis situation in New Jersey for many years. Right. Yeah, that's, that, that has been. And uh, I see that with uh, my father-in-law, for example, who's, uh, you know, he's up there in years. And it's hard to find places where they can live. Like, I, you know, we live in a town that's fairly affluent. So for me to try to find him an apartment or something small in our town, it's just, it's next to impossible. And then when you do find things that are affordable, you usually don't want to live in those areas. So it, it's great that uh, you're working on those things. Um, we have so much more to cover. I want to talk about innovations and construction. I want to talk about green. You mentioned green. And uh, I'd like to talk about some of your unique projects in the next segment, and uh, maybe we can uh, get our audience uh, wrapped around some of those things that I think they'll be pretty excited about. You're listening to Tandem Radio Live, and uh, we're here every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. And uh, again, I just want to point to tandemradio.com. There's a lot there. Uh, There's um, our, our, of course, our sponsors are listed there, and and all our sponsors are good Christian uh, businesses that uh, are committed to integrity, or we wouldn't have them as sponsors. Uh, We also um, have a lot of our archive shows there so you can look up titles and see if there's something that you're having a challenge with in your business specifically and you can look up that show and watch uh, either a segment or the whole show and uh, you can also email us there and uh, we'll do our best to get back to you as we often do and I know many of you are listening have sent in your emails with questions and concerns about your businesses and we will do our best to either answer those questions or get someone who we know that can help you to answer those questions and most importantly we'll pray for you as well over your questions and um 
We're excited to have you check out tandemradio.com. And again, emails to info at tandemradio.com. I-N-F-O at tandemradio.com. We'll be back just in a couple of minutes. So stay close. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. In 1956, 256 high school students went to the very first FCA camp in Estes Park, Colorado. Last summer, we had over 48,000 athletes and coaches attend FCA camps all over the country. More information at tandemradio.com. When potential clients Google your business name or what you do, do you come up in the top five? If not, someone else is getting many of your sales opportunities. Search engines like Google and others are becoming more important to generating new business. With more people tuning out traditional advertising, search engines allow you to show up when customers are actually searching for what you offer. You Can Be Found has a proven record of helping businesses get found with rates that fit your budget. We offer free website analysis to help you understand your best options. More on You Can Be Found at tandemradio.com. You're listening to Tandem Radio, the good news on business. Call our show at 1-800-575-9564 or visit our website at tandemradio.com. Hi, I'm Deborah Weiss, your certified short sale specialist with Keller Williams Realty. If you owe more on your home than current market value and need to sell for any reason, a short sale might be the answer. Once again, I'm Deborah Weiss with Keller Williams, Jersey Shore, serving Monmouth and Ocean Counties. For more information, my number is 908-670-9896 or online at shortsalespecialistnj.com. That's shortsalespecialistnj.com. Hi, my name is George McGovern, Director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly professional and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com. Welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. I'm Glenn DeLake and your host here every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're here with our guests, uh, David and Jason Bosart. By the way, their website is bosartbuilders.com. That's B-O-S-S-A-R-T, builders.com. And you can uh, uh, find out more information about them, of course, at our link at tandemradio.com. And uh, they're here talking to us about building, construction, and churches. They're focused on churches, which is unique. Uh, Jason, earlier... You brought up, uh, you know, the comment about relationships and how important it is uh, and, and how you get your relationship across and your integrity across, and that's important. Um, let's talk about the other side of the fence, right? Uh, there's, uh, relationships are a two-way street. Uh, there's always times when they're stressful, and there's times when uh, maybe you're not so happy with the what's coming back to you. And I know in my business, it's especially because, you know, you, you, you kind of try to hold churches to a higher standard thinking they're going to deal with you in a little bit different way than most people, right? You think, but then, you know, God's very clear in his scripture. That's not always the case, right? So I don't want to go into pharisaical issues, but uh, let's talk about uh, times when maybe you were disappointed in the relationship. Um, how do you handle that from, you know, again, you don't be, have to be specific on the issues, but how do you handle that from your heart basis? Because obviously this is a business that comes from the heart for you. 
Well, obviously in business, you've got uh, you've got wonderful clients to work for, mm-hmm. and you've got ones that uh, when the project is over, you hand them key, hand them the keys, and you're happy to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Um, you are dealing with in our business predominantly. We are dealing with Christian people, mm-hmm. uh, but we're also dealing with human people, and. In construction, you see people at their best when they're most excited, and you see people at their worst. Right. And things don't always go smoothly. Um, and so when we put our heart and soul into a project, because we do, mm. and perhaps that doesn't uh, that doesn't resonate with a particular church, uh, it's disappointing. Right. But we have to remember that we're not uh, we're not so much building the church for that individual, but we're building it uh, to expand the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, you know, it's we try to maintain a, a site where. Our, the contractors are respectful, and they have a lot of interaction with the church. And the best compliment I like to tell the churches is when our contractors come up to us at the end and say, you know what, this is the kind of church that I can attend mm. uh, because these people have uh, a solid heart. Amen. And, and that's great. So I try to focus on the good ones, <laughs> but understanding that we are dealing, again, with the human condition in many ways. I'm not perfect, and, and churches aren't perfect either. And right. as long as you understand that, but you always look for resolution and to try to your very hardest uh, to leave on a on a very positive note. Mm. And, and David, do you have a perspective on this? Uh, you know, uh, again, we go into these situations sometimes. Let me, let me ask you this, maybe a little bit different angle. Um you know, when I go into churches, I'm almost sometimes anxious to let them know that I'm a Christian. But of course, you know, I don't play the Christian card to get my business, and I'm sure you don't either. Um, how does your but how does your faith impact your business on a day to day basis? Well, I, I think when we uh, present our method of, of working with mm-hmm. them um, more as their advocate, everything is open book. Uh, they realize that we're not just in it for a profit, but we're also in it to help them expand their ministry. Right. Uh, we are very uh, cognizant of um, design trends, of green building techniques, uh, everything that will give them a better, um, more functional building. Mm. And when they see that we're um, up on the technology, I think they also gain more trust Mm. that we are the professional that can help them achieve their goal. And I'm glad you mentioned the word profit because business owners, I just want to make sure they heard that word because we are in business for a profit. And I know some of the most disappointing times I've run into with people that I've seen get bad experience with church because a deacon, as a deacon in my church, you know, you hear all kinds of stuff. Um, is when someone goes in and doesn't make a profit, right? And and you do it and you lose money on the deal. That always sours a relationship too. And people don't realize it's a two-way street. I was in a church the other day that had somebody in their congregation do the sound system. It was disastrous. I mean, I couldn't talk about unethical. It was amazing. But more importantly, the relationship was destroyed. The guy who did it for them for free, supposedly, you know, is gone. So as a church, I mean, I'm just throwing out there, churches, be we- be weary. I mean, you should not be afraid of bringing someone in who's going to make a profit. Not that they, they need to overdo it, but everybody needs a fair profit, even says that in Scripture. You know, um, realize that, you know, to a certain degree, you get what you pay for. But more importantly, if someone's stressed out coming into it, knowing they're not going to make any money doing it, it's not usually going to be a good relationship. Do you usually find that, David? You know, you touched on something interesting because many churches will um, want to save money by using some of their um, members. And in some cases it can work, but oftentimes it's like building for family. Both right. of you think you're doing a favor for each other. Right. And uh, we very carefully manage uh, any kind of donated labor or material mm. to make sure that the end result is a professional job. Right. Um, so that has been a challenge uh, 
over the last few years. I'm glad you brought that up as well, that you focused on that, because it is an important thing. And we see it especially in the in the uh, uh, domain of churches, that there's always somebody in, oh, I got someone in the congregation that'll do that. And I, especially in my industry, I'm always amazed, because I usually will touch base with the church a year later just to follow up, and I almost always find out that they weren't happy, you know? Uh, and again, I I don't think there's, they go into it with a malicious thought. They go into it thinking, like you said, you hit the nail on the head, that both sides are given here, you know, and do, uh, church is doing them a favor by giving them the work and the guys doing a favor but it, it usually ends up in a sour note right jason would you no it's, it's absolutely it's true unfortunate. and uh you know when you're dealing with uh, building churches we understand that every dollar has to be stretched infinitely farther than a person building their own five million dollar custom home right where money is no object right. and so the as you said it's it's the best intentions going in um and i would say that to anybody that runs a business dealing with churches make sure that you're always um, very upfront about expectations of any donated labor. Mm. That jobs have to be treated as a actual full time job. Don't right. underbid it um, just to say you're doing a favor because it does end up with hurt feelings at the end. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, when you have a lot of people that have volunteers that have major components of a building, right, they end up um, usurping the the construction manager's. Um, mm control of a project right. and cause friction between us and our client that we've worked right. so hard to uh, create that relationship with. So it's sure. important. Sure. I, I agree. I agree. Let's go back to innovations because we, we touched on it. You mentioned green a couple of times, David. Uh, obviously, you know, construction industry, especially, you got to keep up on all the latest and all the greatest. Let's talk first off about green and then maybe we'll talk about some specific projects that, that you have done. Uh, you brought it up, David. So let's start with you. Let, let's talk about green. What do you do for a church to make it green? Well, first of all, um, I have uh, taken a number of courses through the National Association of Home Builders, a number of their courses on green construction, and uh, have actually uh, attained their certification. Uh, mm. I'm a certified green professional oh, okay. in the field. You don't look green to me. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but we look at this on a feasibility, a financial and um, physical feasibility basis to make sure that we're not spending dollars that may not be recovered. Mm. Not all green um can be recoverable in a reasonable number of years. Right. So, you know, we look at the numbers. Uh, we do all this in conjunction with our value engineering. We, Every project we look at, ones that have already been designed by an architect, many times need to be value engineered mm-hmm. so that we can do things better um, at a better price, uh, with better quality and at a lower cost. Mm. Let me just say that, you know, churches oftentimes, just like uh, many businesses, and I'll give you an example in a minute, they don't tend to start small with with going green. <laughs> right away, they want to know about uh, the geothermal, which is based on it's feasible based on what type of land you have, right? Or solar panels. Well, that's based on what type of roof you have and what type of exposure you have. All great things. Right. But you know, people don't realize that by building in wood out of steel, wood is is a green product as as compared to steel because it's a renewable resource. Right. It's also a better insulator, so you're saving money on heat and 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 cooling the facility. Mm. So you start you start small. I went by a building on the way here this morning, and it's a bank, and I've watched it being built over the past um, few months. It's a small bank, and it says so and so bank is going green, and they're using all of this different steel and all these products are not a new renewable resource. And I said, well, what part of this is actually yeah, right. green? Maybe the one solar panel they're going to put on top that runs the parking lot lights. Right. So you can start small and have an impact because, as I said earlier, you know, with every dollar at a church needing to be stretched further, um, green technology, although it's come a long way. Is still relatively expensive right now, right? And it is takes some time, 
to recoup that the, that value. Yeah. Um, so we do, we do do a cost-to-benefit analysis for churches that way. That's important because, I mean, everybody's got their idea of what green is. I remember my son goes to American University down in D.C. Well, he just graduated, but he I remember going to the orientation, and, and the president was so big on that they were building a new building. It was totally green, uh, and he was going on and on. And, and so I went up to him after presentation. I said, so, so you're really hyped about this green. He goes, oh, this architect is the green guy. I said, so basically you're, you're telling us we can just about eat anything that this building's made out of, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so people go really crazy for this green they kind stuff. Of, and, they, and they sometimes miss the simplest right, part, exactly. the simplest yeah. issue. <laughs> so, so that's cool. Um, real quick, because we got, we're almost up to the break. Real quick, what's a unique project that uh, you, you can think of, or either one of you, that jumps out of you as one of your most unique projects? Well, we just finished um, the first Assembly of God in Rockaway. Uh, oh, just changed their name to Rockaway Assembly of God. Mm-hmm. Very interesting um, project simply because as we just began the project, uh, it was supposed to be an addition to the uh, 50-year-old church that was there. Oh, okay. Uh, Nor'easter came, th- came through in March. The building blew up and caught fire, was destroyed. Wow. They built this building. Uh, but this building, uh, two stories, they've opened it up to the community. They've had uh, 9-11 services there. Hmm. They've had uh, the school next door uses the facility for Christmas, the Christmas program. And it's just been a wonderful, very, very high tech with state-of-the-art audiovisual stuff, which I'm sure you could appreciate. <laughs> um, that really has been an outreach uh, to the community. Everybody that walks in just uh, says thank you so much for thinking about the community while you built your own church facility, and that's been special. So the unique the uniqueness of it was that they had the community in mind. I think that's great. From the very, very beginning. Yeah, I'll never forget, real quick, the, the Catholic church in our town, they built a huge church, and they built all these conference rooms and all space, and the pastor gave me a tour of the facility one day, and he said, and I said, boy, you have a lot of meetings here. He goes, no, we built all those conference rooms for the community. Anybody in the community can come in and use the church free of charge, idea. and I thought it was a great idea. Very good. You're, you're listening to Tandem Radio Live today with David and Jason Bosart of Bosart Builders, and the boy, we're learning a lot of stuff today. So uh, keep tuned in and uh, we have a lot more for you after the break. And uh, remember, TandemRadio.com. Please check that out. TandemRadio.com. Just a great resource with some powerful information in it and uh, info at TandemRadio.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you need to reach the Bosarts, you can reach them there as well. Info at TandemRadio.com. We'll make sure they get uh, your questions also. So uh, we'll see you back right after this break. Listen close. These are great people that could help your business. SAV Systems can help you look and sound better. Is the word being heard clearly in your church? Do your sound and video presentations make your business look good? Is technology a struggle? You can let csavsystems.com provide the right technology to meet your needs as well as your budget. They've been designing professional sound and video systems for schools, churches, conference rooms, auditoriums, retail malls, hospitals, and more for over 25 years. CSAVSystems.com works with you to find the right mix of technology to help make a greater impact. Whether you need wireless microphones, XM satellite music, or sophisticated teleconferencing, CSAVSystems.com can help you enhance your business. To find out more about how CSAV Systems can help you look and sound better, the number is 732-577-0077 or online at csavsystems.com, a sponsor of Tandem Radio. 
There are times in life when everyone needs a caring attorney they can trust. As your lawyer, I will always treat you with the utmost respect, honesty, and care when representing your legal needs. The Law Office of Judith Amorsky handles criminal, municipal, civil, and family matters, business needs, real estate, and estate planning. I also handle debt reduction and bankruptcies. To make an appointment or to speak with me directly, Judy Amorsky at 732-683-1227 or my website at tandemradio.com. Hi, my name is George McGovern, Director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly professional and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com. Welcome back to Tandem Radio Live, and our theme today is building with integrity, and the scriptures that came to me this week are Exodus 31.6. Moreover, I have appointed Ohabilab, son of Ashamach, of the tribe of Dan, to help him. Also, I have given ability to all the skilled workers to make everything I have commanded you. I love that part because it shows that God cares about the work that people are doing. He actually gives them the ability to do the skilled work. And Psalms 127.1, unless the Lord builds the house, the builder labors in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the guards stand watch in vain. I think that hits right to the crux of why I invited the Bosarts in today, because they have a heart for what they do, and they're not just doing it for the money. They realize there's a bigger picture here, and I know that you guys do this as unto the Lord. Uh, Matthew 24, 1-2, Jesus left the temple and was walking away when his disciples came up to him to call his attention to its buildings. You do see all these, do you see all these things, the disciples said. Truly, I tell you, not one stone here will be left on another, every one will be thrown down. I think that's so important to wrap up with. We're going to talk about more of that in a minute because we can talk about all these grand buildings, right? We can talk about all these beautiful architects. We talked about you wanting to go to Armenia to see some of those old churches, which there are some unbelievable churches there. And um, uh, But it all comes down to God, right? So all that stuff's going to be torn down someday and it's all going to come back. But for right now, you guys are right on track doing these things. Let, let's talk about, real quick, because uh, we've got a lot to pack into this segment, um, value control you mentioned, all Right. Uh, I, I think, uh, Jason, we were talking on the break, and, and uh, I think it's so important to look at how these projects go, how they can get out of control very easily, right? And that's why they have construction management. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Well, as a church that's, you know, a church or anybody, any business owner that's looking to expand their, you know, their facility, it's so important to keep uh, to still have a, a semblance of control of the project. Mm-hmm. And that starts very, very early. Right. Um, Oftentimes, the best move that is usually missed is when someone's looking to uh, expand, they fail to talk to a, a builder about building costs mm. first. They run, a, they run right away to get plans drawn up, right. and they get a wish list done, and the plan looks beautiful, and everything looks great. They hire an attorney, and they go to the board meeting, and they get this building approved. Right. Then they get the pricing back after it's approved, <laughs> and it's a million, $2 million more they can afford. Right. Well, now they've lost control over their building. They have to do something completely different, but their expectations are up here. Right. So we really encourage um, churches and a construction mon- management model fits well is to c- control the, pro- the project from the beginning. Mm-hmm. We allow the churches to control the money. Uh, we help them with the plan so it never gets spirals out of control. And we also show them where we at- are at during the process. So if there's a little bit of money here, they can maybe spend a little bit more somewhere else. Right. But ultimately, it's the building that they really want in the end and that mm-hmm. they have input in. And it's so, so important uh, because once you lose control, it's 
very, very hard to get it back. And that's when you see these projects uh, that go a million dollars over budget right. or, uh, or, or all the horror stories that are or out there. Or remain undone, right? Or remain completely <laughs> undone, yeah. yeah right. And then you've really got an upset uh, congregation. Sure. <laughs> congregation. And, yeah, it's funny because that carries through in every segment. You know, I always tell my clients, and, and I, the key, I think, to that is getting in early enough, right? I mean, uh, I always tell my clients, you know, a lot of times sound the video in my industry is an afterthought, you know? They go, oh, by the way, we need a sound system, you know? And... What does that do to them? It limits what I can really do for them, just like for you. I mean, if the foundation is poor, you guys got some limits now, right? So um, I always encourage churches, and that's why it's perfect to call someone like you very early on, right? I mean, they have some concepts in mind. They should be calling somebody like yourselves and saying, hey, let's talk about these ideas before we get it on paper, right? Absolutely right. It'll save. uh, Those are the churches that we're able to help the most, the ones that call us first, and we are able to steer them. Not to what we want to build, to what right. they want to build, but we can at least tell them, hey, listen, this will do, this will cost this, that will cost that. Right. And it really helps them from an early stage. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm intrigued about a lot of the things we've talked about, but I also uh, wanted to throw out to you, David, another maybe unique project you could tell us about, because I've seen some of your photos, your literature is beautiful, and I know you guys have done a lot of work. You mentioned 50 churches. Um, what's another unique project? Uh, we talked about the AG Church. What, what's something else that comes to mind that was very unique for you? Well, Princeton Presbyterian was, and... Um, it was uh, created by uh, the des- original design was uh, uh, an architect in, in Princeton that did a very creative design. However, the uh, cost uh, it was designed with steel and masonry was very costly. Mm. We were able to come in and do value engineering. We actually converted it to uh, wood systems and uh, wood laminate beams mm. uh, provided and designed by Barden. Uh, and they were able to uh, save uh, over a million dollars on that budget by doing that. Uh, <clears throat> so we were very um, pleased to be able to um, make that a feasible project so mm-hmm. they could go forward and build it. Uh, it. It was built last Easter. They had their dedication, and uh, it was recently featured in a national magazine. Mm. Well, yeah, excuse my ignorance, but wood's cheaper than to build with than steel? Yes, and it has been uh, for a while. Um, the... Um, the steel uh, steel prices have fluctuated uh, dramatically hmm. uh, because it was, it's become a world market. Uh, China was competing for a lot of concrete and steel in recent years, wow. and th- that really pumped up the cost of that. Now, you know, and steel fluctuated; it went back down. But wood is more of a constant of, of cost, more of a reliable. Uh, system to use. Well, that's interesting to know because I, I would, again, maybe I just, I'm ignorant, but I, I would find, I would imagine it would be the other way around, but that's great to know. There's a tip for you guys. Uh, if you're thinking of building a church, think wood, right? Uh, I mean, that's not always the answer. I know that, but uh, consider it, right? Well, yeah. we make sure that they, you know, the churches have all the options. So that's, is whether it's steel, we'll look at all of the options and then try to find the one that fits their their you know idea the best mm. that'll save them the most amount of money but but there's a good example you know like i might come into a church project thinking you know uh you know i'd love to have wood in here but you know what we won't consider because i'm sure wood's expensive and not even think of that right but then you come to the table and say well if you really want wood this is what's going to cost and we want steel this is what's going to cost so i think that's powerful yeah we're constantly on uh on the trends you know right. looking at cost manuals and, and and touch with our um trades people so we we know i mean it might be the time where where steel could be less expensive, right, right. you know, but it's uh, we're always watching that, and you know, um, that's what we uh, provide, you know, for our customers is that uh, awareness and knowledge. Prince, Princeton yeah. also, um, their the function of the building was to um, have the largest stage platform in Mercer County, and really? they, op- they opened it up to the performing arts, 
Wow. And they've uh, recently had the Westminster Choir wow. there, uh, the New Brunswick Orchestra. And uh, again, here you're, you're seeing that um, it was very fulfilling to see that we were able to come up with a budget so they could build the building uh, and they were able to reach out to the community. They felt that having performing arts and different concerts there, people who would never go to a church would come to that kind of a function. Mm. And, and it Good really point. was a, um, an outreach to the community in that way. That's great. You know, a quick question for you. Did they send you running around with a tape measure to measure every stage in, in the county? <laughs> no, we understand that uh, from the past. Uh, it is the largest performing stage in Mercer County. Okay. I mean, that's that's a great way to bring point. It really is. You know, I, I love to hear those things because I always, you know, um, when I get to speak to our church or, or you know, um, uh, even occasionally when I preach, I love to tell people to turn it inside out. You know what I mean? And you just got to really, how do we get the community to come to us, you know? And I know you got to go out to the community, but what can you open the doors to? And there's a powerful example of uh, being all things. You know, I, and, and there's a whole nother topic. I don't want to get off on it, but, you know, I think years ago, the church was the community, you know, where today that's changed so much and the government got involved and all kinds of things, but that's another topic, but it's just amazing. We're actually working with another church that is looking, they're going to build their multi-purpose building. So they'll have their you know, Sunday services in it, but it's also going to double as a roller rink. Oh. I felt that was also a ministry outreach to get the youth I love of, of that. the area to come in and, and do roller skates. Well, so I want to talk to you more about that project. So real quick, because we're running up on the break already, believe it or not. You're funny, you had a funny story for us. I know you said you wanted to share. Uh, it was a number of years ago, and uh, we were called in to um, work with a, uh, a church in, um, in Manville, and they needed to uh, you know, design a new church because their church had burned down. Oh. Um, and it, it was sad, but you know, God— God uh, comes in and, and rebuilds and opens a new door. Mm. Um, the pastor of that church was, um, I think, I believe she was the only uh, woman that was allowed in the uh, prisons of Somerset County. Oh, really? She was very um, a dynamic, um, charismatic uh, type of uh, uh, preacher and, and leader and pastor. And <clears throat> she said to me at one point in the design, um, you know, I got to have floors that are jump proof. I said, what do you mean jump proof? So, well, you know, we're a lot of heavy set people. We like to eat and we like to jump because we're Pentecostal. <laughs> <laughs> jump proof floors. <laughs> so we, we made those beams three foot thick <laughs> to make sure that nothing collapsed. That's a great one. I'm sure you must get a lot of unique requests, but that's a funny one. So jump proof. I have to remember that. So uh, I guess you have to figure out how charismatic the church is going to be to decide what kind of support you're going to put in, right? <laughs> <laughs> also, the illustration, though, every church is different. That's yeah, called exactly. li live load. There you go. <laughs> Big live load. I hear you. I hear you. Well, gentlemen, I want to thank you so much for coming in this morning. I know you had a, quite a ride this morning to get here and uh, really appreciate it. I know our audience got a lot out of what you had to say. And I also know there's a lot more we could be talking about. So uh, maybe uh, you'll be kind enough to come in again in the future and talk more about that. Certainly appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. No problem. David and Jason Bosart of Bosart Builders and uh, focused on the church industry. And if you have a church out there, uh, get to their website at uh, bossartbuilders.com, bossartbuilders.com, and I'm sure they can help you out. And uh, check us out at tandemradio.com. Tandemradio.com has some really good stuff in there. If you want to see what Jason and David look like, you can even see their video uh, next week when we get it up there. And, of course, info at tandemradio.com is an important place for you. If you're in business or you're thinking about being in business or have questions about business, whether you're in church, business, or what, we'd love to hear from you. Info at tandemradio.com. 
We're here every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the six FM stations of The Bridge, as well as the Internet and on apps as well. So you have a blessed weekend. God bless you and all you do. And we'll see you next Saturday. You've been listening to The Good News on Business, a tandem radio live broadcast heard here on the Bridge FM Radio Network and streaming at tandemradio.com. Don't forget to join us every Saturday at 11 a.m. to 12 noon Eastern Standard Time and call us and email us with your questions because we'd love to hear from you. You can also visit our website for the latest blogs from Peter and Glenn along with other information about upcoming guests, events, and business opportunities. I'm Kevin Reeves, and from everyone at Tandem Radio, we hope that you have a blessed week. And remember, walk with the Lord every day in every way.